All right, so I forced Marco to finally do a movie topic, dun, 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 dun. but we're not going to do our favorite movies yet. We are going to kind of start off pretty broad, and we're going to talk about our favorite movie genres, though. So I think that the rules are for this one, it's um, obviously very personal. What movie genres you prefer watching could be a pretty broad genre, like uh, genre, genre. You were the one who just in France. You tell me. Genre. Yeah. Je ne sais pas. So it could be something pretty broad, like drama, comedy, or we could get pretty specific, like Judd Apatow movies. Mine are somewhat specific. Yeah, mine are, mine are in the middle of specific. I didn't go like specific, like Judd Apatow movies, Marilyn Monroe movies, movies containing a strong female lead. That's one that Netflix likes to use. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, I think we should start, uh, four all the way up to one. Makes sense. We'll go backwards for this one. And, um, you want to go first since I kind of forced your hand into this whole movie thing because Marco hardly ever watches movies. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah. So my disclaimer up front is that I hardly ever watch movies. I don't feel that strongly about movies generally. Um, I enjoy them when I'm watching them. Uh, but I don't really ever think, Hey, let's watch a movie tonight. We watched a movie last night. Yeah, it was actually good. It was Um, good. We watched the big short. Yes, we did. And it was very good. Uh, we both enjoyed it, right? Yes, very much enjoyed it. Yeah, recommended. And it, it was on Netflix for free, right? It was. Yeah. That's cool. why I, I turned it on, because I like um, What's-His-Face. What's-His-Face, right. <sighs> you know, from The Office. Yeah, uh, you know, What's-His-Face. Stop! Say his name, Steve Carell. <laughs> <laughs> I like him a lot, and uh, yeah, he was so good he was very good. Didn't he, didn't he get nominated for something? I think he got nominated for an Oscar, but didn't win one, something like that. Anyway, mm. very good movie, uh, The Big Short. So my number four top movie genre is comedies for smart people. And <laughs> this is kind of hard to define. I, I'm not You're so making, like, Wait, if I type in comedies for smart people into Google, mm-hmm. what am I going to get? I did exactly that earlier. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, I want to see for myself. Hold on. All right. Smart, funny, intelligent comedies. Is that what you clicked on? It's the first thing. Okay. This is going to be interesting. Okay, go ahead. All right. Well, so so what I have in mind for my comedies for smart people distinction. I got to make some changes on my list here. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Um, so basically, movies. You know, first of all, like movies that that a lot of geeks find to be like smart comedies. So things like Office Space, um, Doctor Strange Love, like stuff like that. Ah! And then, um, sorry, I would also put into this category a lot of Kevin Smith movies, especially you know earlier on. Kevin like Smith Clark's- is his own category. I, I, honestly, he almost was in my list. Um, wow. Clerks and Mallrats, like that kind of, you know, like they're, they're kind of like comedy for smart people, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I would also, this was a tough one to categorize, but I think I would put Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking Barrels in this category as well, even though it is kind of an action movie, but I would I, I would mostly consider it a smart comedy movie. Yep. Some um, other people would too on the internet. Yeah. Other so, people on the internet. So, that, that's what I, so that's my comedies for smart people category. And that's only your number four? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. What is your number four? Uh, my number four is romantic comedies, which it's pretty basic and easy. I like watching romantic comedies when I do any kind of um, repetitive manual task, like sewing or 
sewing. <laughs> See, like, you're, a, you're a movie in the background person. That's probably yeah. why you watch so many more than you. I, if I'm going to watch a movie, I want to only watch the movie. I can't have like a movie on in the background as I do something else. Oh, I will put movies on in the background or TV shows, but you know, sometimes movies, especially romantic comedies that I've seen over and over again. I'll put those on in the background while I'm editing photos um, just because it's something to listen to that I don't have to pay attention to. But if I want, I need like a visual break because sometimes staring into one photo for a long time while fixing things is just you're you got a lot of eye strain so you kind of like need to move away from that and watching a moving picture watching a movie is really helpful for that for me um so that makes that, sense it's that's how i break up my editing when i when i feel like my eyes are just like drying out um so yeah romantic comedies and i i i, I like the romantic comedies based on like usually who's in them Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like, um, you know, 90s, early 2000s romantic comedies, which is probably people about our age in their 30s also kind of um, flock to those. I like anything with like Sandra Bullock, Julia Roberts, Hugh Grant, Julia Stiles, you know, like all that, those kind of typical romantic comedy stuff that's just super surfacey and not even that funny. But I don't. It's my number four because I watch them a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm honestly kind of yeah. surprised it didn't rank higher for you. Well, I have some better stuff that's higher. All right, that makes sense. That uh, yeah, but yeah, no, the romantic comedies are. It had to be on there, even though it's embarrassing, because I watch them a lot, and they're also fun girlfriend movies. So you have like friends over, and you like you really just want to hang out and chit chat, but you want a movie on at the same time. The the rom con com right is that what you Mm -hmm. say i hate abbreviations that sounds so dumb yep yeah anyway the romantic comedy is a a good go-to if it's not dirty dancing but dirty dancing is its own category (laughs) higher than romantic comedies uh yeah actually my number one is just dirty dancing (laughs) it wouldn't surprise me no it's a pretty great movie i mean we are not doing our movie list right now don't want to give it away we have to have we're we're trying to you know siphon this out as siphon it Mm. trickle what's the word mm. none of those all right we're gonna move on sprinkle <laughs> Ew. okay so <laughs> sprinkle this out as long as possible yeah trickle you might want to see your doctor okay <laughs> so uh number three is my number three is the make me angry liberal documentary I love you so much. Yeah. And so this would include, you know, most Michael Moore movies, um, most of what Mergen Spurlock does. I love the way you categorize this because that's the reason documentaries didn't make my list is because they make, they make me angry. angry. Yes. It's the make the make me angry liberal documentary. Um, <laughs> there's also there's lots of like low budget ones of these on Netflix that, mm-hmm. <laughs> that we sometimes watch and of very varying degrees of quality mostly terrible um but i really get a lot of joy out of the make me angry liberal documentary and they do make me angry and i still like watching them (laughs) i always make i always make you pause while we're watching these together whenever we watch documentaries together i always make marco pause the documentary so we can like yell at each other about it (laughs) and even though i'm like we're we're saying the same thing or we're we're being opposed to something that's totally stupid that the documentary is highlighting purposely to make you feel that way we still pause it and yell about it and i'm usually the one that pauses marco just listens to me yell but <laughs> it's, it's a fun watching experience for the family yeah I just, oh i just want to <laughs> drop kick those the tv sometimes like oh my gosh <sighs> yeah i just want to kick the tv so hard that's why i can't have that on my list because it makes me want to kick the TV. Exactly. That's why it's in the name. 
All right. That's my number three. What is your number three? My number three is sticking with the romance and going with the historical romance, which are usually not that historical because they are. That's its own genre. It's it is its own specific thing. So I like, um, for example, even though they aren't history related specifically, I guess, in terms of accuracy, um, things like um, Jane Eyre, The Duchess, Sense and Sensibility, Pride and Prejudice, you know, those type of um, period pieces, period romances. Yeah, I guess that would be better. Period romances for periods and people who like periods. That's yeah, I'm not going to touch that. But uh, (laughs) this is the kind of movie that when you when you put it on, um, you, you you will not put it on if I'm with you. You will put it on like either if you're home alone or if if I'm going to be like in the office working all night. Yeah, I will sometimes I come out on. and I will catch you watching one of these. <laughs> oh, and you, so you almost always, the second you hear me approaching, you just pause it because A, you don't want me to make fun of it. And B, you don't want to miss any of the dialogue as I go make some noise. Well, you always walk in as soon as like the characters have been not together the entire movie. And then the second <laughs> that they get together, that's when you walk in and you're like, what's his stupid hat? And I'm like, stop. <laughs> it's not about the hat. It's the first time they're kissing. Just stop. Yeah, I'm very good at ruining those for you. I'm you sorry. ruin them so much. But anyway, they are a guilty pleasure. Um, <laughs> I, I watch them when I'm in the mood for just romantic and i don't know just feel good but not not laughing at anything you know even though i don't even laugh at the romantic comedies because they're not that funny they're just kind of dumb um (laughs) yeah regular romantic comedies are like a brain break and these are like you know a little bit of uh crack for the romantic soul kind of thing so that's my number three all right Let's take a break right now and thank our sponsor for this week. This episode of Top 4 is brought to you by Blue Apron. We've been Blue Apron customers now for, what, over a year, right? Over a year, yeah. Yeah, since before, way before they were a sponsor. Blue Apron's mission is to make incredible home cooking accessible to everyone. For less than $10 per meal, Blue Apron delivers seasonal recipes along with fresh, high-quality ingredients to make delicious home-cooked meals yourself at home. Each meal comes with a, with a step-by-step, easy-to-follow recipe card with nice, awesome little pictures on it and pre-proportioned ingredients that can be prepared in 40 minutes or less. Customize your recipes each week based on your dietary preferences and choose a delivery option that fits your needs. There's no weekly commitment, so you only get deliveries when you want them. So if you're going to be out of town or if you're going to have a busy week or whatever, you can just skip one. Uh, and Blue Apron delivers to 99% of the continental U.S. Blue Apron knows that when you cook with fresh ingredients that support a more sustainable food system, you can make incredible meals. They set the highest quality standards for their community of artisanal suppliers, family-run farms, fisheries, and ranchers. Whether it's Japanese ramen noodles, wild-caught Alaskan salmon, or heirloom tomatoes, Blue Apron brings you the best. Research shows that cooking together builds strong family bonds, and Blue Apron families cook nearly three times as often. Now, our research in our house, I believe, backs that up, right? It our, does. our family is very strongly bonded now, and uh, we, we cook all the time now. Yep, and we share the cooking too that now. Yeah. Instead of like just one person doing one meal and the other person doing another meal, we um, we like mise en place for each other, mm-hmm. depending on who is going to be cooking the end of the meal. So it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty great. We've we've had a lot of fun with it. We've, I mean, again, we've been doing it for over a year now. When we first tried it out, we were like, yeah, yeah, we'll try it for a little bit, maybe get some new meal ideas, and then stop it. And that was over a year ago, and we haven't stopped it, and we don't really have any intention to. It's especially easier to cook together because it has everything listed out um, step by step. So you can just tell your, 
you know, chef partner in crime is like, hey, I'm on step three. Can you pick up from here? Exactly. And that's super easy for them to see where you've been and where you're going just by looking at this one beautiful printed recipe card. Yeah. And and the recipes, the, the variety you get is incredible. It's all sorts of world cuisines and like weird ingredients that you would never have learned to use on your own. And you never would have wanted to buy an entire jar of. Because yeah. how often are you going to, you know, make that one type of thing? So mm-hmm. showing up with the perfect little proportion of it lets you experiment with uh, what you're eating, too. And it's usually super good. Yeah. And we are both unquestionably better cooks now having done this for a year we are both better cooks even when we're not following their recipes when we're on our own you know because we have their recipes three nights a week so the rest of the week we're on our own and sometimes we'll get takeout but sometimes we'll cook stuff on our own and we are way better at it now that we've been doing this for a year because we've just been not only forced to cook more um, but also we've been exposed to so many different techniques and ingredients now we are so much better at it so anyway uh, check out this week's menu and get your first three meals for free that includes free shipping by going to blueapron.com com slash top four you will love how good it feels and tastes to create incredible home cooked meals with blue apron don't wait visit blueapron.com slash top four right now we thank blue apron for their support of top four blue apron a better way to cook thanks blue apron ding okay so uh number two getting up there now we're getting to the good stuff mm-hmm. my number two which i'm pretty sure is going to be on your list somewhere as well is the big heist movie <gasps> that's my number two all right wait virtual high five okay so um i would include obviously i i would say one of the quintessential big heist movies is oceans 11 or heist i'm just kidding maybe heist (laughs) it's called heist yeah uh oceans 11 and and, you know the modern remake not the one like from the 60s or whatever um and for the record oceans 12 and 13 will don't exist those yeah don't even bother those exist even less than the matrix sequels okay so let's talk about this together since Mm -hmm. we both obviously love heist movies i love heist movies because they are so easy to watch but they're incredibly entertaining and you get to think and sometimes they surprise you and i love any movie that people have to synchronize their watches to accomplish (laughs) something that's my favorite i love that if it if people synchronize watches it's a good movie um i also like montages which heist movies are usually full of betterment montages in some sense Mm -hmm. preparation Um, montages uh recon montages Mm -hmm. any type of type where they're learning how to do something and they're getting better at it Mm -hmm. amazing yeah 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 betterment montages anyway so i want to list a couple of the my favorite um heist movies that i would put in this category um how to steal a million taking of pelham one two three that's a good one snack the uh, snack <laughs> snatch yeah snatch. See, I, I, and i actually I, I i put snatch on my list as well if for the big heist movie and i was torn because i put lock stock and two smoking barrels the other guy richie awesome movie of that type um into the comedies for smart but, people well, category it can, it can teeter it can teeter yeah because that one i've seen on both lists when i was trying to do my research for like oh, yeah? okay what is what yeah, yeah I, I would say i would say snatch is more of a heist movie but snatch is much they're more also of a heist both movie. very funny and, mm-hmm. and they're both comedies for smart people for sure so it was it was tough to split those up, but yeah, I, I'm with you. Snatches is, is a heist movie overall. Um, the Thomas Crown Affair, mm. which is very good. Um, heist. The bank job, the Italian job. Yep, bank job, Italian job, usual suspects. And um, the Newton Boys, which you have not seen. That's I, right. I watched that over um, at our friend's house, and it's very good. You would like it a lot, and apparently it's based on a true story. Cool. So, but yeah, that's um, just a little sprinkling of some different heist movies throughout the ages because i mean something like um how to steal a million and taking a pelham one two three are pretty um older they're older movies so 
and the taking a pelham that i'm talking about is the original one with yeah. um with george's dad in it yes <laughs> yeah <laughs> mr costanza, mr. costanza. <laughs> yeah yeah i don't think i ever even saw the modern one the old one's very good though yeah um, highly recommended yeah. and this is one of those genres too where you like there are a lot of good old heist movies mm-hmm. like a lot a lot of genres if you if you dig back into the back catalog of like movies from like the you know 30s through 80s or whatever a lot of them are they don't hold up as well mm-hmm. but heist movies like there were a lot of good heist movies from the past yes there are a lot of historical heist movies i mean but and it's also it's fun because they it does span a lot of different things they're not all just action movies mm-hmm. i feel like some of them are are um they could be a little bit more funny and others are more serious with stuff blowing up. Oh, what's um, Barefoot Blood Parade? What's uh, Action? Die Hard? Sp- yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a heist movie, technically. I mean, nothing really gets heisted. <laughs> well, but, it's, I mean, like and heist movies often have really good and really big twists to them. Uh, and so that's like a lot of them, like they seem like they might be heist movies, but they're not. All right. So that was number two for both of us, right? Yeah. I'm pretty excited that we had the same number for heist movies because we both really like watching heist movies together because they're also really easy to watch. Yeah. Um, so, number one. But yeah. Uh, no, I was still talking okay, about sorry, heist, go ahead, heist go movies. Okay, sorry. Heist movies, I love... This was almost my number one. I'm, honestly, I'm, I'm surprised it wasn't. At the last minute, I changed it. It was my number one until the last minute. So, I have a lot to say about heist movies. I think we should even have a top four episode about just heist movies. I, I could be convinced of that. Okay. I have to watch a lot more of them first. But, I know, but I me too, but that. that could be part of the fun, right? Is watching even more heist movies and then ranking them. And that could be like one of those one of those awesome things that like we explain to our parents. Like, so what do you do for a living? It's like, well, this week I had to watch a bunch of heist movies so I could <laughs> this t- week tell I, my opinion of them. I had to watch Crank. Like, I just yes. had to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Number ones. Actually, my number one uh, includes Crank in its category. Uh-oh. Yeah, that's that's never a good sign. <laughs> oh, no. If your number one includes Crank, that's not, yeah. you have a problem. Yeah. My number one top four uh, movie genre, my number one is action in a variety of fast vehicles. So this would include... <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> what? What's so bad about that? <laughs> action in a variety of fast vehicles so this includes um this how includes, did you separate that from heist movies heist movies sometimes include some action from a variety of fast vehicles but it's usually not until the very end and maybe it you know it's, but like i'm talking about where that's where that's a more commonplace occurrence for the whole movie so th- this includes things like of course james bond movies are are in this category i would say that's pretty good yeah right uh, this also bond includes movies you know things like crank uh the transporter series in oh, fact transporter. i would say almost all jason statham movies <laughs> are probably in this category so yeah but it's broader than just jason statham movies yes which yeah. is its own category although too. i that that would rank pretty high if, that, if i separated that out that would rank pretty high as well so far my me. favorite part of this episode are your movie genres <laughs> <laughs> so number one for me action in a variety of fast vehicles what is your number one can you name any others? Well, you do you want to expand on your variety of fast vehicles, action movies? Like, what are some of the other ones you're thinking of? So, besides Jason Statham movies and James Bond movies and James Bond movies, yeah. So, is that all you're really thinking of? Basically, I mean, What's like, that? What? it's oh, a big no. category. There's yeah. like, I mean, you know, there are things like the Diehards, where like you, that's a lot of it. You know, like the, it, it's a lot, a lot of action movies fall Didn't into the this. Diehards, the, the um, Mission Impossible's kind of mm-hmm. do this. You know, like the, like a lot of things that that try to be James Bond. Mm-hmm. Basically, like a lot of them. Ha- are in this category it's oh a pretty what big about category. um even like the incredibles is probably in this category like what's the one where they have to drive a lot and not stop 
speed yeah that would, probably, that would probably be the poster child for yeah. this genre right oh, yeah the whole movie is <laughs> atomic train yeah <gasps> right it's a great genre if right? you okay people if you haven't seen atomic train just go and after this podcast is over yeah find it and watch it it is just epic the only thing with atomic train and it never um, stops it's an atomic train <laughs> the only thing with atomic train and speed is that really the category is action in a variety of fast vehicles so ideally and speed has sandra bullock in it too so that's good but she's not a fast vehicle i there's only one fast vehicle in that movie so like ideally and it's a bus you have i know it's like the really least sexy that, like, <laughs> yeah. sexy <at> <laughs> It's not, it's not even that fast. It's like 55, right? In a world. Yes. <laughs> it's like, you must go the speed limit. <laughs> Don't stop. Don't stop driving. Don't stop driving. Yeah. Driving. Anyway, that's my number one. <laughs> oh, Atomic Train. Oh, I just want to talk to everybody about Atomic Train. Okay. My number one is kind of your number four. But what what did the you call it? Comedies for smart people. Yes, comedies for smart people. But apparently, according to like IMDb and a whole bunch of other like legit places, um, that is technically called dark comedies. Not, uh, I think there's some overlap there. I think a lot of comedies for smart people are dark comedies, but I would not say that those are 100 percent the same genre. Well, okay, so here are some of the ones I listed um, that are my favorite movies in this genre, and this is why it's my number one. Um, so I married an axe murderer. Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas, Little Miss Sunshine, Juno, Zombieland, Office Space, Gross Point Blank, Fight Club, Election, Being John Malkovich. Okay, I could see that. Um, Those are all pretty good picks. Yeah, these are ones that I found to have the dark comedy genre. I was trying to pick about pick out like some of my movies that are my favorite movies in themselves and then find what that genre would be. And they all just kind of end up being listed as dark comedies. Okay. Because um, some of them, and also uh, what we watch last night, uh, the Big, Big Short. Short. Yeah, that was listed as a dark comedy. Hmm. That's, so mm, okay. So that's where I can that's kind of see that. So com- comedies for smart people slash dark comedies. I think that they uh, the Big Short is almost a make me angry liberal documentary. It is almost a make you angry liberal. See, it's, it was a good movie for <laughs> us because it was on our list. Um, but yeah, a whole bunch of those movies. Um, that's what I like the best. It's pretty simple, really. Cool. I, I wish I had better names like you did. I'm jealous. <laughs> I'm jealous of your names. Anyway, some of the things that didn't make the cut for me were like 90s teen movies. Um, yeah. I mean, I liked, I love those in the 90s when, yeah, when we were too. teens. I can, like, but rewatching they, <laughs> them now, I'm like, oh, this is yeah, just, like it's American just too Pie, much. Like, yeah. Road, like they, they don't really hold up for, for adults to watch them. No, I kind of feel like that. I'm a little embarrassed watching them. Yeah. Um, cult classic movies, which are pretty good, like movies from the 80s and um, other cult classic movies i had documentaries on mine and sundance movies too as uh didn't make the cut but genres i was thinking about mm-hmm. judd apatow movies but again some of those can be shoved into the dark comedy slash many of them really uh so yeah they're pretty well covered yeah well anyway this is a really cool. good i think e- great first overview of the types of movies that we like and i think it's pretty nice that we like the same type of movies besides maybe the end of my list or the don't watch with marco movies yes yeah <laughs> but in terms of all the movies you like and my top movies we are one and the same so i think that's good so Yay. i think it's only right that we conclude this evening by either watching a make me angry liberal documentary on netflix oh, or a heist movie Ooh, heist movie all right on let's do heist. it okay all right thanks everyone for listening and we'll see you uh what next month or something uh yeah sometime soon we'll see you yeah
Cool. Now all we're right. all primed and ready for more movie episodes. Exactly. Yes. Atomic Train.